Greetings, digital world. Welcome back again to Spliced In Later on another glorious Tuesday. I hope you're doing well. I hope everyone's alive and kicking and all that jazz. I just want to say before I start off on this episode that a big thank you to everybody who tuned in and listened to my last episode, my review of the SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water. It's had a remarkable hit over the last week, probably the most views, reactions, listens across all my platforms that I have done before, and I just want to say thank you for that. I guess when I was joking a lot in the episode that, you know, it might be a bit strange for me to review SpongeBob, turns out... There are our Sponge friends out there, our Sponge supporters, our Sponge fans, however you want to call them. So to the whole SpongeBob community that has just rallied around behind me on this one, just want to say thank you. That's very kind of you. You're all great. We're going to stick in the Netflix zone. It was strange to stray in there last week, but we're going to stay here for this week. And we're going to review something a little bit different, something that has not been ever addressed on this podcast before, and that is... Stand-up comedy or sketch shows or anything like that. I try a lot for this podcast to mainly focus on TV and movies, scripted basically, because that's my jam, that's my jive, that's what I'm going to talk about. But I do have to admit that stand-up comedy is becoming more and more a part of that medium, mainly due to Netflix putting out whole specials of stand-up comedy, stage shows, productions, sketch shows, everything like that. It is everywhere and... To be fair, I'm not hugely a follower of a lot of comedy stuff. I have my favorite comedians that I always check in with every now and then. If I hear John Mulaney is up to something new, I always want to check him out. If I hear Eddie Murphy has revamped his career, I always want to see what's going on with him. John Oliver, last week tonight with John Oliver, I get my comedy and my political news out of that show. But very rarely do I really religiously follow a comedian week after week with every project they do, of every program they put out, anything like that. What I'm about to talk about today is the one rare exception, and that is this Australian comedy group called Auntie Donna. Now, if you are unfamiliar with Auntie Donna, that's possible, but I do think you probably have come across them at some point. In my case, I was apparently aware of Auntie Donna years before I actually truly got into this bizarre, wacky comedy group, because I was at somebody's 18 few years ago and somebody at that party said hey check out this funny youtube video i've got it's called two men wear the same tie to work and i remember watching it and going this is hilarious this is absurd this is the weirdest wackiest thing i've ever seen these guys are funny and then i went off and lived out the rest of my life and i never really thought about it again until a couple years ago that clip sort of resurfaced in my news feed it came up again And I shared it with a couple of friends. I went, hey, do you guys remember seeing this when I was younger? I think someone of you showed it to me. I'm not sure who. And a friend of mine looked into that. And then they looked deeper into these YouTube videos. And they came back to me and said, have you seen more of their content? And I went, no, I just, the Thai video is funny. That's all I need, right? And I was like, no, 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 no. You should check these guys out. And I went down the rabbit hole, as it were. And we are years later, this Auntie Donna group have given me so much laughter and so much joy over the years with all their different YouTube videos, their sketches, their improvisation, their podcasts, everything they've done has just given me joy. And in the last couple of weeks, they released their own show on Netflix. It's called Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Supposedly, production information is that these guys flew out to America 
personally by Egg Helms to create this show right before the pandemic hit and everything went to hell. But luckily they were able to shoot this before everything got locked down and they were unable to not do it, I guess. And here we are now on November 10 is when this was officially released. And I watched it about a couple weeks ago and I knew what I was in for watching it and I got what I wanted out of it. I got my laughs, I got my joy, I got everything like that and then I went away. And a couple of weeks later, I'm still thinking about it, especially because when you're trying to think of new content for your podcast, like what can I talk about that isn't me talking about the same stuff over and over again? I can keep doing my countdowns, but I need to space out the countdowns enough. I need to have stuff in the middle that's fresh and new. I can't always be talking about the same stuff or the same old stuff over and over again. So I thought, this thing's available. It's on Netflix. People who are listening to me may have already seen it and be glad to hear about it or saw it and hated it, and are surprised that I can support it as much as I do, and some people who are just looking for something new to watch on Netflix, it's now available and ready to go. So it won't be a regular thing. This won't be the start of Spliced In Later does this stand-up comedian show and this stand-up comedian show. Auntie Donna is a very specific example, mainly because of its availability right now, because it's more of a show, because there are episodes in this sketch show. It's not just one big special because they're Australian and Australian pride, I guess, but mainly because they're just so absurdly goofy and laugh out loud funny. And as with SpongeBob last week, we're just looking for that escapism at the moment. We're looking for a way to forget about the madness of the world around us, whether it's disease or presidents that won't accept that they've lost or anything like that. And we just want to sit down for two hours and laugh. And I really think that Auntie Donna's big old house of fun is going to do that. It may not be for everybody, as I'm about to get into, but it's worth checking out just to be sure. Test the waters, you never know. If you're confused as to what Auntie Donna is, it is a group of three guys, Broden, Mark, and Zach. They are Australians. They are about as opposite in personality as you could possibly get. I'm not sure why they call themselves Auntie Donna. They tell the story a lot like the Joker does in The Dark Knight about the origin of of the name. Maybe one of them has an aunt called Donna. Maybe it's one of their nicknames. Maybe it's code for a secret organization out there. I'm not sure, but they're called Auntie Donna and that's about it. Basically, they do sketches. They do odd skits and the more absurd, the better. These guys can do all sorts of crazy stuff. Nothing's off limits. They are able to take on a wide variety of characters And you can start off a sketch in one situation, and before you know it, it's completely off the rails, and you don't know what you're watching. Sometimes it just gets funnier and funnier and funnier and clever. Sometimes it's just so absurd and annoying, but you can't look away. So it's never a 100% success rate for them, but it's always 100% entertainingness, I guess. Whether you're entertained in a good way or a bad way, you can't look away at whatever they're doing, which is great. If you want to look specifically at the members, my favorite of the group is Broden. He's the dad of the group. He's the bald man with the beard who always plays on the the macho daddy characters sort of people. Tough, masculine, stoic, everything like that. He plays a lot of my favorite characters in Auntie Donna. He's got one called Man Beast, who's my favorite of them all, but he's done a bunch of other stuff as well. Then you've got Zack long-haired Zach. He, for me, is not the strongest of the three, but he's charming. He always has these, he likes to play 
very extravagant, weird characters from other countries or extravagant personalities. He'll play the Southern Belle or the old jam lady or something like that. And he, you can tell of his performance that it's supposed to come across that he's the unsure one, the one who thinks he has to prove himself to the other two, which obviously lends itself to its humor. And then finally, at the other end, you've got Mark, who for me has grown on me a lot watching this stuff. As I said, Broden's my favorite, but Mark is the wild card of the group. He's the one that does absolutely insane characters and will not hesitate to go off the rails in the absurd and the disgusting where need to in a point where it's just unbelievably weird, but you can't look away, as I said, which is great. The three of them together, they play off each other with these types of characters and personalities, and they make these skits. And before Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun, they basically just released a couple of shows on YouTube every now and then. They'd get together and release some content over a period of six weeks. There'd be a theme to it. The one where two people wear the same time to work is a part of a bunch of videos called 1999, which is where they're pretending that they're working in an office set in 1999. So there's sort of those old tropes. Then you've got Glenridge Secondary College, which is the most recent one that just came out before Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun on Netflix, which is basically just them in an Australian primary school and pretending that they're children. They've also done Haven't You Done Well, which can I can't describe exactly what it is. It's just weird shouting, I suppose. Camping in the wilderness. There's all sorts of stuff. It's all over the place, which is great. And most of this stuff, as I said, very funny. Every now and then, they'll just hit solid gold, the most memeable, rememberable, rewatchable skits of all time, whether it's Class Roll, Don't Get in the Kiln, Man Beast Returns, everything like that. It's really great, easy fun. If you don't have Netflix, but you want to check out Auntie Donna, all you have to do is just look them up on YouTube. You get tons and tons of videos all over the place. There's no limit to them. They've even done songs. From what I've discussed with other people, either you love their songs or you hate them. Apparently, there's no middle ground. I personally enjoy their songs, but I can understand that some people might think they don't actually have particular music talent, but they're clever enough to write songs and make music and produce this stuff, anything like that. So, putting that out of the way, what's on Netflix right now? Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. It's basically everything I just described. It's six episodes. Each episode has a genuine storyline that is very loosely held to. The basic premise for this show seems to be that Broden, Zach, and Mark all live in this house together and they just get up to mayhem. Each episode will have the word of the day, which is the title of the episode. If it's housemates, then the story loosely in the episode is that they're looking for a new housemate. If the story, if the word is Olympics, then the loose story is that they want to win as many gold medals as possible at the upcoming Olympics. They're going on a date. They're looking for treasure. The queen is coming to tea. They just got to stay in one night. It's basic, very simple stuff. They never stick to that story. So much weird stuff happens from minute one to minute 18 that it's hard to remember exactly what the point is that the episode's in. But the skits themselves are so funny and so entertaining that it doesn't matter. You do not watch this for structure, for a story. You watch this to see how completely off the rails this group can go, and it's absolutely entertaining. Not all of it's laugh-out-loud funny, but some of it absolutely is, which is great. There's a ton of guest stars in here as well. Weird Al Yankovic shows up on the show. A ton of Australian guest stars as well. Auntie Donna's usual crowd. Homelander and Huey from The Boys show up in here in Blink and You'll Miss It cameo, especially for Huey. And as I said, Egg Helms, he 
executive produces the show, so of course he shows up for a bit more than just a cameo. But he seeing him riff off the boys is actually quite entertaining to see that comparison of Australian humor and American humor because they're basically sort of the same sort of type of comedian, which is just doing absurd stuff. And Auntie Donna is, in my opinion, leaps and bounds over what Egg Helms does. So, but you can watch it for yourself and make up your mind. Basically, I can't talk too much about what's in it because, as I said, it's such a it's a sketch show. It's not a story. It's not a plot. I can't give you the plot. I can't give you the characters. I can't give you the ultimate themes and goals of this show. It's basically just how absurd can we be and how much of that can you take and appreciate or step back from and go, oh, that's too much. I don't want to make it sound like they're repulsive or disgusting. They're not. They're just bizarre, completely bizarre. You'll watch it. And if you've never seen them before, you might go, what is this? I don't know. But if you are a fan of this type of stuff, if you're a fan of Auntie Donna, you will absolutely appreciate it 100%. And it's so easy to do. You can watch all six episodes in one sitting. I've been talking with some people and I would advise though, maybe break it up because it starts off so strong. The skits are so great, but it does feel if you watch it all in one go that it starts to lose its steam a bit towards episode five and six. It does feel a bit Not that the magic's gone a bit, but that you're used to it. You're used to the absurd by then. So six episodes, break it up. Watch three episodes in one sitting, take a break, maybe a day, then go back and watch the other three. And I think the magic will last for that whole thing. You won't be overwhelmed by it. They won't feel like they're overwhelmed by it. Not that they can feel because you get what I mean. But overall, it's perfect escape comedy. It's... Absolutely, there's nothing to be invested in it. It's just something that can be on that you absolutely can turn your brain off. Your brain does not have to be hardwired in to understand what's going on. If you had a terrible day at work, if you've got terrible things going on in your life or in home or whatever's going on, this is the absolute perfect thing that could make you forget all about it because there's no way you could think about anything when you're just trying to comprehend what you're watching. I think it's great. I really enjoyed it. I have rewatched it a couple of times and I feel like I'll be going back to this quite often just to get a laugh in this day and age at the moment because we need that laughter. As I said, I will not be focusing on comedians in the future, but this deserved recognition. This deserved pointing out, especially for people who may not be aware, who may not know what I'm talking about, who may not know that this is a deal, that Auntie Donna is a thing. Check it out. Have a go. It's trending at the moment in every country in Netflix, apparently. If you Look them up. Everybody across the world is losing their mind over these people. Whether they didn't know about them before, they certainly know about them now. And they are providing the content that everybody really needs in this time. So, final thoughts. Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Great time. I'm not going to give it a star rating because it's just good. It's just absolute comedic mayhem that deserves to be checked into. On Netflix, all six episodes. Have a watch. Check it out. Shan't be disappointed. Thank you very much for listening to me. Nice, short, sweet episode. It's a nice change from 40 minutes of just listing movies. I hope you've appreciated that. I hope you've enjoyed it. I will be back next week as always. But until then, stay safe, stay lovely. Enjoy watching Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. You've been spliced in later. Adios, muchachos. I'll catch you next time. (laughs) 